What up, beautiful people, and welcome to another glorious episode of the Afternoon Squeeze, where we take what's juicy and squeeze it out for you. I am Nate Jackson, and along with me is... Brittany Free. Oh, snap. Brittany Free's in this bitch. Consistent, consistent, consistent podcast out there. I'm hoping that you're not like, you know what? Fuck that show. More so like, yo... Beyonce dropped the album. Like I needed to minute, that. but I love mm-hmm. when you do come around. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna be much more consistent. I've been um, moving things around that have been extremely time consuming. Uh, uh, you know, and in, in the you know running the million dollar club, running the million dollar club, club. You call it a club? I don't know. But anyway, I've been moving some things around so that um, we have you know time to uh, give you afternoon squeezes and. Hold on, I'm okay. <laughs> Skip over that real quick. What else would you call it? Not club. Oh. Hey, man. <laughs> like, wait, you can't call it a club? What are you going to call it then? Yeah, it's a club. Super funny comedy club. Okay. Dot com. Well, training on Twitter. Yeah. We'll, we'll jump right into that. Uh-huh. What's happening? Uh, Diving. Yes. Kel Vichel. Keenan and Kel. The Good Burger. Okay. Um, his ex-wife is slandering him all up and down the internet. Really? She she ASMR underscore laws. And the thing that's been trending right now is, um, I'm trying to find it to see what exactly she said, but basically she said she came home early. Came home. Warm and praise. Something is wrong. And it's written all over your face. It hurts so bad. But you know one damn thing, baby? I ain't coming back no more. Don't judge me. I don't know what song that is. What? I know. Bust it. It's too classic. All right. I am going to do a little hiatus real quick to show you that song. You think that if you play it, I'm going to know it? Other than Something's playing. Hold on. Yeah. Um, Are you fact checking yourself to make sure you get it right, or? Absolutely not. I know what I'm doing here. Okay. <laughs> now, do you know what that is? Yes. You do? Yeah, but the way you did it was like all soulful and shit. Like I don't know. I sang it the way it was. But this had like some like hip hop. Body is next you okay oh no all the listeners are jamming no right now. i'm sure but i okay i said don't you triggered all this squeeze it afternoon hey this is what kel's ex-wife said nick cannon was doing no that's <laughs> not what she said that's <laughs> not what she said Okay, what she did say, though, was remembering when I came born, in parentheses, including the briefs, doing cheers on the bed for my ex-husband, hashtag Kel Mitchell, to cheer him up because he cheated on me. Um, it's like, you know. Money? No, like the sick green Gassy one. Gassy face? Like they're going to, like they're going to, like they're gagging, like they're holding the puking. Let me get this right. <laughs> she comes home early from work, right? Mm-hmm. She... She comes home early from work. Okay. Let's get the soundtrack. She comes home expecting his warm embrace, right? Mm-hmm. Walks in the door and she's like, wait, um, something's wrong. It's written on your face, right? 
her feelings are hurt. She's distraught because she sees Nick Cannon wearing a cheerleader outfit that she would wear. No, that is hers. He's wearing a cheerleader outfit that fits her. Yeah. And on a bed, jumping up and down, doing cheers. Mm-hmm. To cheer up Kel mm-hmm. because he's in the doghouse for cheating on her. Y- you got it. Yeah. Um, that sounds made up, slanderous and false. They haven't responded. Who hasn't? Nick Cannon or Kel. Nick Cannon is not going to respond to that shit. This is a man with like 14 kids. He's busy. One, that and 15 different brands. Three, I literally worked with Nick, met Nick, no Nick. He's in my phone. He's the reason I did Wildin' Out. That is not the content of Nick's character, to be wearing cheerleader outfits and jumping up and down on nobody's goddamn bed. That's a big thing. Here's another factor. Nick is busy as a motherfucker. Okay? Like, we know of, like, five of his jobs. I know he probably has 15 others that we don't know about. I've never seen somebody put so, like, as much shit into one day, one, one amount of filming as what he did. We filmed Wildin' Out. At the same time, they filmed Rap City as a sizzle. Later on that night, he headlined at the Brea Improv. After that, he did drops for Nickelodeon, Nick at Night. And then all of that was also being vlogged. That's five shows all at once. And during the breakdowns of Wildin' Out, he was going and changing clothes and doing stuff at AGT. When does somebody like that have time to throw on a cheerleading outfit and jump up and down on a bed? Well, this definitely sounds like it was before. I don't care. There was never no before. Before all of that. He's been a Viacom executive since he was a teen. Well. He's a co-owner of Nickelodeon. What? When does he have time to jump up and down on beds? Now, let's let's go one more step into this. This is a grown-ass man. Why does he fit in her clothes? Yes, right. Okay. And she doesn't look like... She's going to be smaller than Kill. She's She's petite. small, yeah. Yeah, no. You can't... How? How is he wearing... And down to the drawers or whatever she said. Come on, man. Yeah. It's impossible. It's... Just look at all this. That's all the content she has on this TikTok just going in on Kel. There's like a clip where Kel was on Nick Cannon's um, new talk show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they weren't addressing it, but somebody said, um, that's why I believe that they wouldn't say anything because. I mean, there's an audience for that, that, that is there for that type of juice. But I don't drink carrot juice. All juice ain't the same. It's not your cup of tea. Juice. Nah. So, I mean, while that is like a. Do you think, and there is a lot of perversion and stuff like that in the, you know, in the hills of Hollywood or whatever. I'm just with you. I'm like, this is so weird and random. And when I seen on TikTok, I was like, okay, this can't be real. But it's made it to like all the little gossipy accounts, you know, Shade Room Mm -hmm. or whatever else, um, Baller Alert or whatever. They're just running with this. That's their job. Yeah. To run with stories. But of all stories. They're supposed to run with stories. This is just silly. You got clickbaited. You. And you know what was dumb? It's like, it's just her, like, in the TikTok. Just, like, looking. It's just like, hmm, that one time. And then the whole thing's a caption. She didn't even, like, give anything good. Like, ooh, this was the cheerleader outfit that he was in. No, she just watched an episode of P-Valley and was like, I got an idea. No, they was like, what in the Tyler Perry? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's a way to drag Nick and someone else into this. Let's just go ahead and press record. If he's that broke and that much of a somebody you want to be with no more, why is there an entire TikTok dedicated to it? Yeah. Get your hurt, 
painful damage self up out of there girl it's time to level up and move on to the next better version of you and the next better whatever your next situation is but to, like if you don't like them fine don't what's all that dragging for You've now dedicated a portion of your life to somebody who's not going to be in it no more. And that's how people are going to know and remember you is from this. Right. Because and you can't I didn't even it. know he had a wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> can't undo it. And that's what's even crazier is, God forbid, the kids on, they're on, she's on TikTok. Yeah. Kids are on TikTok. So they go on there and they're like, dang, there's mommy. Right. She's recording in her house. They can hear her in the room dragging their dad. Like that is the most just... It's very toxic. It's terrible for a relationship, and she's gonna have to just, you know, move on. And 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 then here's the thing about that insanity that we're looking at is there is gonna be some truth rooted in it, right? Like there's some truth to that. Is it Nick Cannon in a cheerleader outfit? No. Is it Kel Mister Payment? Maybe. Is it he doesn't do as much as he could? Maybe. But to be like, oh, this deadbeat piece of shit and all of that. And he's wearing cheerleader outfits and all that. Like, come on, man. Come on, Mike. Well, now I want to watch Nick Cannon's talk show to see if he addresses it. Uh, the show's canceled. No, it's still on. Like, this season mm-hmm. is still on. They just, just renew it? Yeah. That's okay. exactly what it is. Well, there you go. It's kind of cringe. The show? The talk show. <laughs> well, I watched it and I saw it growing. I saw them hitting a stride. I saw it getting, it was starting to get good. And I don't know if uh, saying we ain't going to renew you made everyone go, well, what the hell are we making it better for? And then they just kind of, I'll just send in the bare minimum since this is it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just his his energy on there feels a little forced. Like, I think it was you that were saying, like, it's not his target audience. Like, he's trying to get the women and maybe that's not like his target. what i remember saying and i i don't remember exactly what i said but i remember my feeling on it being like nick is being who they're telling him to be in order to make the show successful right so he's 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 acting he's wearing that hat at the time best thing that could happen for that show is let nick cannon who the real nick cannon knock that shit out like let while out you know, father of children, great man, good dad, wonderful influence, great son, great brother, great, you know, great mentor. Let that person do it instead of you're the vessel that's reading the teleprompters that the show has been created to do. Like and then we sell the whole thing off your name. To the family Audi and he's like being nice with the aunties, you know, mm-hmm. like flirty with the aunties. Like, you, that's not how you act. Right. Roll this blunt and host the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's a real one, though. So jumping up on bed, up and down on beds and cheerleader outfits, I just don't see that. Don't see that at all. So, um, okay. Yeah. Coming back no more. That is that is a slapper. It is also one of very few songs about tragedy. Being cheated on and just just being dragged by your person that is a bop is a bop. <laughs> Straight like you can baseline vibe out to that shit and slapper. Not cry. Yeah, like you're in the club, like that's eh, my shit. Like you can do the electric slide to that painful ass <laughs> song. It's one of the only ones out there like that. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So then, um, um, segueing, um, I have uh, some dopeness. Uh, that I want to talk about. Um, 
whether you think it's dope or not. Okay. It depends on this dopeness depends on your wokeness. Oh. Huh? Clear my throat real quick. <clears throat> Emmett Till protesters stormed a senior living facility looking for his wrongful accuser. I thought she died. She. So I don't know if she's alive or dead. I thought she made a deathbed confession. They don't know if she's alive or dead either. Oh. Because they went to an apartment that was listed as a residence. Then they went to an old folks home that was listed as a residence. Like they were looking for this lady. Right. What happened was, and I would like to read directly from the article, but I don't have the article. So I will paraphrase. I will say this. A year ago. A warrant for her arrest in association with the murder investigation of Emmett Till was found in the basement of a Mississippi courthouse, like randomly in a dirty, dusty box. What? This was never before. I have chills. Had information, never seen information. They kept all that stuff on the low. Her brother and I want to say somebody, an in-law or one of the relatives are the ones that were indicted and put in jail for the death of Emmett Till. Like they did it. They did some time, but the actual accuser never went to jail. Yeah, who set the shit off. Yeah, we didn't know who accused. We didn't know. And people didn't know that. So they didn't know the relationship, the relation of her to the murderers, rather than it's like, oh, these guys did it on behalf of some woman who said it. She, That person was basically, from what I understand, and you guys can write in comments or let us know, but this was my interpretation from the 40 times my dad has told me about it. How does that even happen? Like you just like write off, sign off on the warrant and just like slide it in some paperwork? Like never. I just feel like they actively pursue that shit as soon as it, and that could just be me watching Law and Order on TV, but how did they miss that shit? Damn right. That's what happened back then. What are you kidding me? They killed a black man. No, I mean the warrant for her arrest. How does that get lost? On purpose. This is Mississippi. That's so stupid. So we're gonna go arrest the white woman for wrongfully accusing Please, a black man as that we you should. A black man died. Exactly. Well, why the fuck would we get rid of a? Them, uh, why but... would we get rid of an upstanding, beautiful member of our society because some random black dude from Chicago flirted with her and then people killed him rightfully for it? This is the mindset. So yeah, shit slips or shit goes under. Un- she lived unseen. a full life. Yeah. So I'll say this. It just says. um Carolyn Bryant Donham, who's the subject of a recently discovered decades-old arrest warrant. I was able to find the article. So it says, you know, it talks about how his body, um, Emmett Till was found mutilated and uh, swollen and waterlogged. And it was just vicious brutality. It was on the cover of magazines. It was on the cover of Time magazine. It was on the cover of newspapers all around the country. And it, and it really was a prolific thing to see. Just a discombobulated, swollen. Fact. People were like, what happened? Next to his handsome young face Mm -hmm. to say, this is this. Right. Because these people did this to him. And for what? They said he catcalled a woman. So um, it says Donna's husband and half-brother were arrested in connection with Till's lynching at the time, but were acquitted at trial. They got off. They later publicly admitted to the crime, but were protected from prosecution through double jeopardy rules. So because we already let you off, you can't then say you did it. Um, Last month, 67 years after his murder... A warrant for Donald's arrest was discovered in a Mississippi courthouse basement. Till's family wants the warrant to be executed, and they're not alone. Uh, they're literally livid. Execute the warrant. You cannot ignore this. Um, they believed 
that dozens of racial justice activists descended on Raleigh, North Carolina on Wednesday. They believe that Donham, who would now be in her 80s, is living in the area. Demonstrators were said to have gone to two separate locations looking for her and hoped that the local authorities would be prepared to extradite her back to Mississippi to be arrested. They went to an apartment. Then they went to a, a senior living facility outside chanting, time to face your demons, come on out. That don't even rhyme. I mean, it didn't have to be a bar. <laughs> but mean, so what So what were they planning? Just like to go like do a citizen's arrest? Yeah. Okay. Not like be her ass. Like I Emmett mean, Till. Like, let's do you a solid. So, at, I mean, this is from 67 years ago. So, most of the people closest to this that were alive at that time, that were the most, uh, you know, uh, you know, alert, alarmed by how polarizing that it was, aren't inviting Trim. Okay? This is 67 years ago. So, if you were of age to be appalled by this, you would have to be my father's age. You need to be 78, probably. Because that makes you 12 when you watch it and see it in the papers. 18 would add another 6 to that. So you'd have to be 84 to be 18 at the time that this happened. To be an adult, to make... And that's the youngest you can be as an 18. To be livid and to be... So these people have been going from site to site trying to find... Bring your ass out! <laughs> Bring your ass out! So... um there was no federal no federal hate crime laws existed in 1955, and the statute of limitations has run on the civil rights statute uh, statutes that were effective at the time. So they gotta they gotta actually find her and execute that warrant that was never executed. So she's she is she was uh, 22 at the time. So 67 years later, she should be 89 years old on the run. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, run, run, old lady, and sons, uncles, aunties, friends, family, and everybody who's supported her over the last 67 years after she lied and got somebody absolutely destroyed as a human, unrightfully, unlawfully, illegally, and just absolutely ridiculous. Never came forward, never said the truth, never stopped her relatives, never at any point stopped that monstrous engine that had started to happen that was all going in evilly in the direction of Emmett that let it all happen. Then live through all the backlash and let it all rock. Like, mm -hmm. nah, you, you, everybody else's um, shit happened in the dark, come to the light. Why the fuck she out here? <laughs> Why the fuck? Why the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want her to so have no historic. joy. If she's 89 years old. She's walking and getting ice cream cones. You know, she's experiencing sunny days, butterflies landing on her, picking flowers, thinking all this is a long time ago and it's past. No, baby girl. Yeah, the fact that you got to live your whole life. And Emmett didn't. And everyone associated with him in regards to family, friends, and all that, you tore a major piece out of their life. Yes. This was a young man that was visiting that area. He had a full family, full life in both areas where he was visiting and where he was from. They murdered. And this was and if if he was just from there and only known there, it probably would have not have made national news. Him being from Chicago, a major city. Being accused of doing what is a regular occurrence in Chicago, having him murdered for it in cold blood. I mean, they found him in if I if I remember this right, I could be wrong. They found him in the. Uh. It's not a propeller, but like uh, of a of a 
a riverboat. You know, those big paddles that spin on the back, the big wheel. Like oh. he, they found him on that. Like his body was up on. They're like, oh, that we hit cut. something. Oh my god! So it's not about being sick to the stomach, because but it, no, it, it's just it's. And she doesn't want to answer to that. Like, it. I don't give a damn how old she is. That's fucked up. And she's because of that. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it still seems like a white woman making false accusations is going to get away with this shit. However, I think that them even issuing an arrest warrant is kind of big because there's plenty of white women making these false accusations, putting black men behind bars. I don't know if I've heard anything recently causing them to die, but still, I mean, they're ruining somebody else's life and I don't see anything about arrest warrants going out. Maybe fines, maybe. Have you seen anything like that? I haven't. Somebody stepped in and said, this case is closed. And and that's evil. It maybe because it was so big and historic that they're it, like they were forced. Like, okay, I'll sign this fucking paper, but we can slide this at the bottom of the pile. Just like with uh, with George Floyd. Like, how many times have black men, black women, people been killed by police, and they don't ever have to face trial because of that? But this one was so big, like. Uh, Chauvin had to answer to it. He had to go to jail. And today... What? Oh, he got 21 years. Okay, I thought I seen that, but I was like, didn't he already get... No, he was... Sentenced? What? There was multiple counts and different things that he was already going to be... Like, it, there was, there's multiple things that he's accused of. When you go to trial like that, mm-hmm. th- that's what they're deliberating on. On this accusation, they say that. On this accusation, and that's how somebody can get off on you know on on one thing, and then on another, it's like he got off on the main thing, but he still got twenty two months. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it never feels like enough when the person is evil like that. Twenty one years for Derek Chauvin, who's already some forty something, puts him in jail with, well into his sixties. I don't think he makes it twenty one years. I think that the prison system does what the prison system does, and he's either gonna have to become a full blown Aryan Nation member. Uh, if he wants any type of protection yeah. or <laughs> yeah yeah and, which is probably already a thing which he probably already was undercover as but it's just different in jail like some you can be touched you know what i'm saying and if you don't believe that look at the guy that just got all the time for killing nipsey i, I was thinking that i mm-hmm. heard that he got hurt oh they couldn't even have his trial he was beat up so goddamn bad right. they keep beating him up he can't go nowhere they keep beating the shit out of him no one's gonna protect him you're black you killed a black you made a black man a martyr the, the blacks aren't going to protect you. The Mexicans aren't going to protect people fucked with Nipsey. Right. You're going to go to the Aryan Nation for help? They ain't helping you. At the end of the day, you were a rolling 60s crip. They were the same gang members. You know what I'm saying? There's a justice that comes from that. He's not going to make it. Chauvin shouldn't make it. Shit, George Zimmerman shouldn't make it. Like, there needs to be justice. And when we talk about that, it applies to women in their 80s who framed a person back then. Right. You were a piece of shit, so you need to own up for that. Yeah, and she was 22 at the time. This is not... You're old enough to know better. Yeah, it's not a 13-year-old that's like, I think... No, this is, you're 22. You've been drinking. You're, 20, you're 22 years old. Emmett was the kid. And what was the reason? Just because he whistled at her? like They said he catcalled her. Um, I don't know, but I'm sure that warrant would have got her in and she'd have been answering some questions, you know? Meanwhile, he's gone, gone forever, can't come back. 
and she's living her best life out in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, my sister lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. Erica, you know, find this lady. Erica? Not that big. Yeah, Erica's in Raleigh. <laughs> you said finest lady? Find her. Find oh, the lady. Oh, find this lady. Yeah. I thought you were saying, like, your sister's nah. a fine lady. She is a <laughs> fine like, lady. Yeah, she's But well, she's in Raleigh. Like, <laughs> uh, look in the church registries. Where is she a member? She goes somewhere. It's the Bible Belt. Trust me, she probably has some perverted relationship with God where she's thinking she's been forgiven for it. Nah, you're going to do this time, ma'am. Moving on. Um, here's another st- a story that I think is interesting. Um, I'll say this. I'll say the story with reference to a different story. So Chris Rock got slapped. Okay. Okay. And then he came out and he said that he had a mental illness where he can't read social con- cues. Chris Rock said that. Yeah. He's been had. He says he can't read social cues. So if someone's angry with him, happy with him, love him, he can't. De- he can't. De- he can't determine that. Isn't that something like Asperger's or it, whatever? I, it, this story isn't about that, but okay. it had a name. This story is about here's something new. Brad Pitt says he suffers from face blindness, and people hate him for it. So he he can look you dead in your face and not be able to place you. With how he knows you, whether you're a family or not, like almost like all times, Alzheimer's face blindness. That was an episode on Bones, I think. Was and, it? And they were they the way that they got like the only witness to find the guy, the killer, was based off like hairline or his shirt or something weird. But like, yeah, he couldn't see their face, and I didn't think that was real. So they had to find the guy based on the perimeter of his face because the right. middle of it was blurred out in the like, memory. Yeah, that hair. I remember that hair. From the side of my I remember or, from the corner of my eye, his hair looked like this. Right. Or mm. like his smell or his voice. So how does he know Angelina was a baddie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a... I don't. I don't know if there's a like a criteria which he forgets people or what, but the, the fact is... He's like, look, I have this thing. And, and here's the thing. It's not a real thing. It's not a real diagnosed thing. I'll just read a little parable. Okay. Or for the sake of uh, vocal uh, uh, diversity, you can read it. Plus, you sound so good when you read, baby. Go okay. ahead and get into that. Why would you do this to me? Read it, girl. Popcorn Britney. The condition is called... Prosopagnosia. Okay. Okay. It wasn't that hard. What are you trying to sound it out? In lay terms, face blindness. And 2.5% of the population suffers from it in varying degrees. Some researchers have theorized the condition is brought on by underdevelopment in the womb. All right. So I guess it is a real thing. But I think they just, (laughs) all they said was face and blind in Latin. Like, El Faso Blindo. <laughs> okay, but then later it says he's never gone for an official diagnosis, but he's confident he has a condition. How are you going to, like, make a big-ass statement and you're a big-ass celebrity and you have even verified it? He doesn't need to. So if he goes in and they say you don't have it, then how does that explain the gray area he sees every time he looks at someone? I might have it. So people with this uh, diagnosis, they do use other markers to ID their friends, family, associates, the way they walk, their voice. So, yeah, I guess that shit. Yeah, I might TV have is it. real. I might have it. Now, I'm not, ha- not going to say I got it severely, 
I can look at a person and be like, hmm. But let's say, for instance, this happened to me. I was in Vegas working after the show, went out to go kick it. You had a show in Vegas? Yeah. What? Why did you say it like that? Have you I, had a show in every state? Yeah, I've been in every state twice in all major cities more than I can count. The only major working? cities. Yes, the only major cities I can't think that I haven't been to yet are Austin and Las Ve- um, um, and New Orleans. From Anchorage to Juneau to Portland to Portland, Maine, I've been everywhere, and so um, yeah, twice. And um, I say that to say, context is a lot for me, right? Like if I'm in Vegas and you come up, and you're like Nate. <laughs> I look at you and I think. Okay, all my contacts that I know in Vegas, people I've ever met in Vegas, ever met in Vegas, where do I know this person from? Uh-huh. We met in Dallas. I'm, oh, shit. Uh, okay, everybody in Dallas, everyone from Dallas. Like, I'm trying to find that thing, right? There was a guy that came up to me yesterday in the parking lot at the, at the club. I'm just pulling up, going in. He's like, yo, Nate, man, we're excited to come to the show tonight. I'm like, that's what's up, man. Let's get in. He's like, I don't know if you remember me. And I'm like, here we go. Why the fuck would you do that? Right. If the pop <laughs> quiz sucks. I'm like, no, nah, tell me where I, where did you, where did we meet last? He's like, man, you might not remember me. Years ago, man, you did a show in Kent. Uh, and you roasted me and my brother, man. You said, uh, uh, anyway, it was hella funny, man. You remember us? <sighs> I, if I said, did it before that story. After is not much help. I said, was it Sam's? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Being at Sam's and y'all and, and telling jokes and stuff. And he was like, yeah, man, that was great. Oh, my gosh. I remember Sam's. Right. I remember the gig. I remember being like, I don't know, Kent had a champions. Like, that's what it was. I, don't, I have no idea what in the hell I freestyled. Honestly, you could ask me what I freestyled last Friday, and I'd be like, Pfft. You got me. Unless I was like, yo, that was so hot. Text it to me. Like, it's gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's gone. Like, people have all these memories. Like, man, I remember when you roasted it. I'm like, man, I don't know. But the fact that you just said you've been in every state multiple times. You're doing shows f- maybe f- five a weekend. And how many different people are you seeing? Like, how are you to remember all those people? That's not fair. It's not like they give you shit for it, but I think it's understandable. No, people do. People give you pop quizzes. Well, All do the they time. get pissed off at you? Like, you don't remember me? They do. Uh, hey, man. That's how you fair. been, man? Hey, what's my, what's my name? What's my name, man? I was like, man, quit playing, bro. Why are you trying to give me a quiz, man? Hey, man, let's get in here and have a good show, man. You tripping, man. Come on, man. I don't know that <laughs> Fuck, I don't know that guy's name. And that's why, and this is often for, I'm not a celebrity like that. Like, I couldn't see uh, the needle moving some, but let's be real. Like, I've been around celebrities that can't walk through a fucking mall. You know, they have people with them, and it's all, like there's somebody who's damn near their job just to extend their hand and say their name. Mm-hmm. So okay. the person has to respond with theirs. Mm-hmm. Just like, don't let nobody come up and embarrass themselves or embarrass me because I don't know them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you were my assistant and they're like, you know who I am? You're like, hey, I'm Brittany. I'm Nate's assistant. What's your name? You got to be like, Derek, or whatever. And you're like, hey, Derek. But like on the Devil Wears Prada, the assistant just knew everybody. They seen him approaching like, oh, that's so-and-so and his mistress. But she was saying that to Meryl Streep so that right. she had, she knew what to say when the person. And that I'll give. But, you know, there's some face blindness to it. 
face blindness because i can look right at somebody like brother i don't know if it's the same thing i think you just met so many different people in circumstances where it's not very like memorable for them maybe but for you like you're doing like you said a freestyle isn't like it's a routine thing so i don't think it's the same thing where he literally could look at his wife and not recognize her I mean, but that's Brad Pitt. I don't think he's looking at his own kids and not recognize them and looking yeah. at Angelia and not recognize them. I mean, if them. he actually has that. If he has what that said it was. He literally will not recognize their face, which yes. is weird. Like you were saying, is that just a blurred face? Mm-hmm. How can you look at somebody and not see a face? I can't even imagine. But can you see trees? How you drive? You can see. You can see a person, but you don't recognize them. Like you don't put a name with the face. That's so. That's wild. And I guess that like that was a good thing that you brought in with the social cues, like not recognizing. Mm-hmm. Just, I wouldn't be able to wrap my head around that. It says Brad has talked about his this struggle in the past. He just can't recognize people by looking at their faces. It also says that he's in AA. He's sober. He quit drinking and smoking. Like, wait, why y'all add that in the end? Like that had nothing to do with nothing. Just in case somebody was like, he be drunk. Nigga drunk. Right. <laughs> Like he off something. That's why you don't know who people are. Like he also cut out cigarettes, guys. Now I don't know a cigarette made that you smoke it and you can't look at somebody and know they, who they are. Well, drink. Yeah. You can be drunk. Like <laughs> where I know you from, <laughs> you can be high. Like I feel like I've seen you before. And like nigga, I don't know you. You know, but th- that's just this is what they do. This is what the crazy. media does. They're gonna give you the full story. Oh yeah. By the way, he don't smoke cigarettes. Nobody ask y'all that. Know what I'm saying? Right. You know, didn't nobody ask y'all that? They were they were just prepared for the backlash. Mm-hmm. So what I'll say is um, the last story that we're going to tackle real quick is really more of a celebration. Mm. This is a win for you and yours and your type and your kind. Oh. It also crosses the bridge for things that I care about. Okay. So both of us. Oh. She, by the way, uh, you guys can't see Brittany, but she is, she has propped herself up. Her back is straight. She is very proper. Her legs are crossed, and now both of her hands meet at the knee that is on top. She's she's very prim right now. She's like, oh, what is this? What what? The? Not the knee meet. Right. Yeah, that's the sound she's making. If humans dig dog stuff, <laughs> what's this? So she sat up for this. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders, formerly the Los Angeles Raiders, and formerly the Oakland Raiders, have hired the first black female team president in NFL history. Wow. Yes. Okay, sis. Okay, sis. I think it's a big, big deal, okay? Um, I couldn't believe it because – the NFL has been pushing back against black people being in administrative positions for so long that they literally are fighting a lawsuit for it right now. So certain areas or certain markets or certain relationships are out there where teams are still doing it. So black female president, that completely removes the stigma like, oh, girls don't know football. Mm-hmm. Right. She's the president of an organization in which the sport itself is not um, open armed to women playing it at that level. Right. At that level, do you even need to know football? I mean, there's plenty of uh, reporters, female reporters doing interviews and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just confused. Like, why would they prevent women from being in leadership for that reason? It's like, uh, watch the show on HBO Max that... 
talks about the rise of the Lakers dynasty. And you'll see like Jeannie Buss, who has been fantastic for the Lakers organization, mm-hmm. the struggle for Jerry Buss to entrust his daughter with like, it's, it, come on, it's basketball, baby. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this, this, is, this has that similar feel. And the NFL has long since had that feel. Like why, why in a sport where 95% of the people on doing the sport is the representation at the administrative level so low? There's only uh, still a few black coaches, still a few black. You know what I'm saying? They just right. got. They just started having black referees, and you know, really, yeah, even that's referees. Not, that's not even that long ago. Yeah. So, Jeez. but on the admin level, um, that is that's a real win. That's a real win. So I, I'm I'm proud of her. I'm happy for the Raiders for making that decision. Uh, you know, sticking their neck out and 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 uh, making it happen. Now, as far as who she is goes, she's black and there's. I can see another ethnicity going on here. Maybe Filipino. There's an Asian descent. There's there. some Asian descent in this. Um, mm-hmm. So she's doing it for two cultures, like um, Kamala, right? Yeah. So her name is Sandra Douglas Morgan. And uh, she's the new president. In a monumental role, Sandra is the first black female to hold position of a team president in NFL history. And so uh, she released a letter after she got it. In the letter, she says, um, uh, this is in the Las Vegas paper, the Review Journal. It says, Sandra addressed the team saying, I look forward to meeting each of you in person over the coming weeks. Sandra has an amazing work history. She, um, reports show that she had uh, she was vice chair of the Las Vegas Super Bowl host committee before her new role with the, with the Raiders. So she'd been moving big bags i have a question for you what's going on you show me the picture of her she's beautiful when there are first black women anything mm-hmm. they're usually pretty do you think pretty privilege also plays into this as well like it's a big deal being the first black woman to do anything but have you ever seen one that's a little rougher on the edges? Harry Tubman. Okay. The owner, the lady that ran all of uh, Radio One, wasn't, you know. But the it's different. Like I don't want to like drag anybody. In it, but like, let's just say, okay, Oprah. Okay, but right? with money, she mm-hmm. softened them edges a little bit. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Oprah? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if that has to do with it. I don't know if the owner of the Raiders is looking at her through his eyes thinking, like, yeah, I'm picking this because of sex. Well, not that, but, like, she is easy on the eyes. We're that fool. I mean, there's been... He'd be hard to look at. (laughs) Well, there's there's entire epistemology studies based on who's in power where, and uh, uh, from Wall Street to execs to the top... Um, um, to, um, come on now. Uh, what you call it? Five hundred. Fortune. Thank you. Fortune five hundred businesses and pretty or and or attractive people are in administrative positions more often men. than not, and that is a thing. There's a reason why some people go get a nose job, get a lip job, get a face done, get a jaw rewired, get a thing broke, get that because you actually can advance in business, advance in whatever your field is. By being a more attractive person, um, it's already been proven that uh, you know if you line up three or four people, strangers, uh, a little kid or a baby will go to the more attractive person 
that to them that they see. Right. Um, if you line up five tellers at a bank, um, the person that's the most attractive will have the longest line. Like this is already a whole thing. So, um, but what this says is that what's defined as Western beauty, which is blue eyes, blonde hair, da 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 da, da that like she she's not that. This is a this is a big cheek, dimple, full lipped, wide nose black woman. That is a that's a that's a black woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's something else there, maybe Filipino or something, but it's you know, this is a black woman. This is the first person in power in this position. Let's get it. I don't need her to look like NFL players have been running into her full contact. I don't care her level of attraction. I didn't even no, think No, I'm of, just But I I said this story and picked this story without even thinking like, "Oh, she's a bad bitch in charge." Like I didn't even think of that. You were like, "You know what? She's pretty." Is that of a course. thing? Is that a thing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty can get you a long way. You know what I mean? Ask two siblings. You can ask a girl, two two sisters, one of them is more attractive than the other. The one that's not as attractive as the other one, they'll tell you they learned early on Everybody was vying after their sister, whether that was from interactions at elementary level, middle school level, high school level, who got who got asked to prom first, who got asked to be married first, who got asked to whatever first. Like, they, they can tell you. Sisters, no. If you're honest with your you know. You know. You know which auntie had all the fun. You know which aunt. You know what I'm saying? I don't personally, but. Well, you know who hasn't been carrying as much boxes as the other person. <laughs> <laughs> ugly women be having to care they have to move out of whole Their apartments yeah by themselves. <laughs> nobody's like yo you need a hand because nobody wants to fuck like and that energy <laughs> is a real thing you know what yeah. i'm saying it just it just is so um i hope that plays a role in this but i don't I, based on the other jobs that she's had and the expertise that she's shown no matter what she looks like like she's a very established very like well she should have this job this is something she's probably overqualified like if you can run the entire super bowl committee in sin city then you can probably handle running the one team that's there yes you know so awesome glad glad for that um cheers to the cheers to the raiders hopefully the seahawks follow suit and they they find they find them some black people and put them in charge of some stuff love it yeah that was a great great news piece to end on good news it was tell them where they can find you online uh, at Brittany Free. Hey. Check out my stories because I've been updating my book stuff there too. Have you? Yes. I, I get notifications that you've done stuff on your stories, but I actively need to, like, I have to click it. So here's what I want you guys to do you go on Brittany Freeman's uh, at Brittany Free. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a weird. I just heard my whole name. It is what it is. <laughs> you go on to Brittany Free, whatever, her, or at Brittany Free? Yes. Is there an underscore? No, just at Brittany Free. So go on at Brittany Free, and in the top right corner, you'll see either a bell or three dots. Turn on the notifications, and then tell it when she drops a new story to give you a little notification so that you can be up on Brittany's book club. Um, it's for it's for females who read, who are savages, and, uh, yeah, you guys read these books and you uplift and empower yourselves. Then you guys can come together and talk about them. It's really, it's really uh, juicy, we'll say. And then my uh, social media is Mr. Nate Jackson, and you can follow me on there. And then the, the comedy club that is so near and dear to my heart is uh, superfunnycomedyclub.com um, or at superfunnycomedyclub on there. Uh, here's what we want you to look out for. Afternoon say, Squeeze Pod he, okay. on IG, you know. 
so the podcast what, that you're listening to. So here's what we want you to look out for. The afternoon squeeze pod on IG. Cool? Because I was going to say that. <laughs> it was like, we just went through all our shit, but we didn't say nothing about the pod. Sometimes you follow the host. Sometimes you follow the pod. But turn on your notifications for, for, for Britney Free. And then uh, for our listeners that are on the East Coast, uh, particularly in the DMV area, and for our listeners that aren't on the East Coast in the DMV area, but you have contacts, friends, family, or whatever in that area, August 11th through the 13th, your boy will be at the DC Comedy Loft headlining Isha going down. That's you, Chiaki. Send your friends. DC Comedy Loft, August 11th through the 13th. My birthday's the 14th. Come out. Let's have us a drink. If I don't recognize you at first, mm-hmm. it's because I have facial blindness. Love you guys. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>